0: A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 48 of the NSR podcast, the show where we give you the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your collegiate opportunities. This week, we have the boss man on. Uh, Matt's been filling in for you over the past he few has,
0: months. He has, he uh, Matt's a little busy today and a uh, big shout out to Matt and all the uh, the viewers and the listeners out there as well. But Matt, congratulations to yourself and Brooke on having a beautiful little baby boy called Hudson, Hudson Wade. Uh, so all the listeners and the viewers, uh, shoot Matt an email if you can. Congratulate him on all congratulate him not all so con- <laughs> congratulate him on uh, on having a, a beautiful beautiful little boy so i'll be taking my position back at the at the helm of the, uh, the podcast today <laughs> at, the, at
1: the throne uh look this week we're going to be uh, walking through pomona college in california uh beautiful campus located halfway between la and san bernardino uh if you're on youtube make sure you have a look in the background on the green screen just there if you're not on youtube jump on have a look it's it's really awesome uh, while you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit the, the red subscribe button.
0: Smash that subscribe button. Exactly. Jump on Spotify. Well, not on Spotify yet, but on... <sighs> We're almost on Spotify on very radio, soon. Coming any, soon. Any podcast app, get on there and subscribe. Leave yep. us a review on there. Yep. It also helps for our uh, for our playlist uh, as well. So if you're liking what you hear, uh, especially what you hear and see, uh, by all means, please uh, do us a favor. Do yourself a favor and jump on, subscribe on, uh, on any of the podcast apps and uh, allow us to to, to get more uh, information out to you guys
1: exactly and we've we've taken on board your feedback and we've tried to to uh, make the podcast a little bit shorter closer to thirty minutes which is easier listening for for all you guys and girls out there um, this week Marco we're going to be speaking about timing more specifically uh, how how do you know when and if you are ready to the, apply for the a million dollar question the million dollar question exactly
0: how do how do you know if you're ready to apply for it for a scholarship but it's, uh, it's a very very uh, i guess popular question that comes up obviously i i, I speak to a lot of mums and dads on a daily basis and it's one of the things that they they try to to understand i guess before they even start yeah. the, the the process so in today's episode we're gonna gonna let you know how do you know how do you know if you're how ready? Do you know when you're ready and when when if you're ready, ready.
1: and then we'll expand on that throughout the episode um so stay tuned it's going to be a really good episode So, Marco, how do I know if I'm ready to go to the US? And I guess that's the big question, obviously, to the theme for this particular podcast. And if you're sat there and you're waiting for maybe a light bulb moment or you're ra- waiting to, to be
0: ready to go to the US... Or you're, you're probably, your, or you're waiting for your child to say, yep, I'm, I'm ready.
1: You'll, you'll probably never go uh, because at the end of the day, it's not about just jumping on a plane and going. There's obviously mm. so, much more, so much more to it. Uh, and our job obviously with what we do it's not about putting athletes students performing artists onto
0: the plane and sending them to the us Uh, is it no definitely not look i think and and this is something again that comes up a lot like as parents and as student athletes when you're when you're even starting this process you need to kind of separate the emotional from the logical sort of thinking right so the, the the logical thinking is yep i'm going to start this and it's going to provide an outcome and i'm going to jump on the plane and go um and the logical ways not help as humans we're actually trained to to yep. think. It's an emotional sort of thought, and and especially something like this. So what mums and dads are typically waiting for, and, and what students are waiting for, is that that light bulb moment, as, as Richo said, where you, you, you suddenly say, "Yep, I'm ready to go now." I want to go, or this I want to I go, want. Yep. and a, and and I know we're going to touch on a lot of, it, of 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 how the parents sort of go through it, but you have to separate those two going. Yep and getting an offer. So how do you know if you're ready to apply for a scholarship? Well, the moment that you even think about it, that's when you know you're ready to apply. How do you know you're ready to go is a completely different discussion and probably another podcast.
1: Exactly. And uh, We're going to get into it a little bit more later on in this episode. But basically, to sum that up, you can't decide you want to go to the US before even getting offers and opportunities to to go to the US. Um, And our job is obviously to to provide you with that option. So then you can sit down and say, okay, I've got these opportunities. I'm ready to go. Exactly. I've got these opportunities in America. may have some options here. Now I can say I'm, I'm ready to go because you have those opportunities and offers yeah. in place.
0: And And that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of students who... And, and a lot of the viewers and listeners who contact us and say, okay, you know, we've been listening to the podcast for a, for a while. Yeah. We've, we've started the process, but we're not sure what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know when, 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 when we're ready to, to actually continue with, with the process or when we're ready to go. Yeah. And that's because you're looking at it from, from the long way. So any viewers or listeners out there that are going at this alone, the moment that you've started to apply for the process and apply for a scholarship, that's you ready to apply for a scholarship, which is fantastic. Yeah. Then, going we'll we'll separate that now and explain. Yeah, and
1: that that's obviously a, a different thing, but I think a good place to start this episode is is with your options. So your options after after high school. I think that's a good sort of area to, to start this podcast.
0: Uh, obviously you have there's, there's plenty of different options after yep. after completing high school. Look, you've got the popular ones where yep. you have got the gap year, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that's becoming more and more and increasingly popular in uh, in in Australia and um, and in New Zealand as well. Yep because, you know, there's a lot of these stats that come out that state, you know, students who take a gap year end up doing better in uni, etc., cetera, et cetera. And, and I think, you know, just be, be mindful of where you're reading all the stats from because sometimes they, they, they might be based, like I know Kentucky tours do a uh, specific stat around traveling abroad that might be specific to traveling abroad. And then you've got University of Melbourne or University of Queensland will do their own yep. sort of stats. But, you know, gap year is, is, is one option, that yep. uh, that students have after after high school exactly.
1: I bring this up because uh, you don't have to again. You don't have to decide now to go straight after high school because there are options. Yep. Even after high school to potentially defer, take a gap year,
0: and that um, then that is going to be another podcast. I believe over the next week or two, we're yep. going to go specific on yep. on the gap year component and how it, it can be a good idea, but how it can also be a bad idea. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely touch on that in even more in more depth. But in terms of an option, gap year is 100% an option that you've got. Exactly. You've got going in straight into uni. You can go straight into uni in February after year 12. So you finish year 12 in uni here in Australia. Yep. Yep. Finish year 12 in December. Yep. February first semester of your uni you would start. Yeah. That's another option. Mm-hmm. You can obviously start TAFE or an apprenticeship or something like that directly after after yep. year 12. So you're you're I guess as a teenager and as parents the 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 whole purpose is to provide options exactly, and to create as many options. Yeah, When you start to apply for a sports scholarship or a performing arts scholarship or a visual arts scholarship, you're simply creating another option.
1: Opening up another doorway. Another door yeah.
0: for your child to choose whether or not they want to pursue that pathway or not. And again, going back to what we said at the start, whichever pathway they take, whether it's an apprenticeship or a gap year or mm-hmm. straight into uni or Contiki tour or... Yeah. Um, it's a popular one, or, or studying abroad yep. in the US. I think, all, uh, parents out there, I think you, you, you probably all agree with me, is that teenagers are teenagers, and you expect them to change their mind a million That's times at the drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah, a million times, day in, day out, they'll change their mind one hundred percent. So, yep. you can't expect your you, you, your students and your and, and your children at fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old to have a decision automatically about the end result yep. what you can do is provide them with the many options as possible and then when the time comes to choose one allow them to make that, that when they're that, a little bit more that, mature that decision. And, yeah, for sure. exactly uh, and i'll bring up the the gap year option again
1: as well if, if you're a, a student or an athlete looking at heading over to the states your first or the first point of entry is is august of the following year after graduating so if you are looking at taking a gap year that's eight months after yep. you finish high school like if eight
0: months isn't enough of a gap yet yeah then I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> what what, is, what, what else what exactly else so like
1: as you said that that's pretty much the gap year there and if you aren't ready to go over in that window you're mm. allowed to take off an extra few months oh, up yeah. until january exactly and, and head over in january um however you need to be aware of a few things if you are looking at heading over in january uh for example if you are a a soccer player uh, or a field hockey athlete yep. or you're going female volleyballer exactly you're, you're heading over after the season has has ended uh, and that you're heading into your spring season so all the athletes the guys and girls that are there already already have that sort of relationship yep. and you're going in yeah. halfway through the And year, another so.
0: thing is schools their, their budgets are going to be different their recruiting yep. um, mm-hmm. needs are going to be different so the the, the idea of, of of starting later on is a possibility, but it is it is definitely something you need to think about beforehand yep. about how it's going to impact you. And again, as, as I said before, we're going to go into into depth probably next week's uh, yep. podcast episode around how the gap year is a good idea, but how, it, uh, how it can also be a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that is your, I guess, your standard sort of approach. Finish, exactly. Finish and year 12 and and off you go.
1: Exactly. And don't, uh, like, when you are taking a gap year, if you're looking at deferring, like a further year, that always needs to be your sort of personal like choice. If, if you're not ready to go over emotionally or mentally, then that's completely fine. Yep. Take an extra year if you're not ready to go over because you want to save up a little bit more yep. money,
0: perfectly fine. Um, <clears throat> and, the, and the key thing there, Richard, what you yep. just mentioned is you're not ready to go over. Yeah. Not You're not ready to apply. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sorry. Yep. Um, if, if you think you're not ready to go over or not ready to apply from an athletic standpoint, that... Like if you, if you feel not you're not ready athletically, um, like that's that's not a thing. Like you, if you're not ready, you need to head
0: over to the US as
1: early as possible because to that's ready. where you're gonna exactly yep. that's where you're if gonna you, develop. If go. you're waiting
0: for that one special game or one special meet or event that you yeah. do that you do here in Australia or New Zealand before you go, that made that that day may not may never come. Yeah. Right. So the quicker you get over there, the quicker you can develop and become a better athlete and, and obviously get 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 into the uh, the whole. The whole swing of things as quickly yep. as uh, as quickly as you can. So that that moment, oh, I'm I'm not ready to apply for a sports scholarship because I'm not ready, ready athletically to
1: go, or not ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: not ready athletically doesn't exist. Yeah, not ready to go emotionally potentially. Um, not ready to go financially potentially. Um, you know, but not not ready to participate. Yeah, I guess because yep. or, or I'm not I'm not fit enough. Yeah, I'm not strong enough because. That's the whole point of actually going, going to over To actually it. get better. Exactly. And um, if you
1: are, it, again, if you're, you're going this alone, um, the decision of providing yourself with that option and, and providing yourself with offers and opportunities, that needs to happen. Like you can't just decide to sit down and say, okay, now I'm finished grade 12. Then now I'm I am want to get offers. Now yeah. I'm ready. Because I guarantee you it's probably not going to work In, in
0: fact, uh, Richard, <clears throat> I would go as far as saying, how do you know you're ready to apply for a sports scholarship? Uh, the, the answer is... You apply when you're actually not even ready to apply, uh, not even ready to go. Like yeah, well, when, exactly. Yeah. When, when, when your child's too young to for you to even think about let, letting them go, <laughs> right? So 15, 16 years old, yep, there's no one letting my child leave just yet. Great, perfect time. Exactly. That's You're, you're ready to apply. So pretty much
1: the second you even <laughs> hear correct. about this opportunity, yeah. that's when you need to start. Exactly. There's, there's certainly no time to waste, but... Um, look, we'll uh, we'll head into the next segment. We'll expand on this a little bit more and we'll talk about the difference between applying and actually going to the US. So stay tuned. All right. So let's talk about the decision-making process and the actual topic of this podcast. How do I know when I'm ready to apply for a US scholarship?
0: Yeah, and I think we've, in the last couple of seconds, we've tried to sort of explain the, the the difference between applying and going and, and i think yeah. what what um, i'm going to sort of do in, in this one here is trying sort of give some specific examples of how that works so yeah. students will always contact me uh towards the the end of year 12 they've got yeah. they've got back from their um what's it called i'm showing my age here. schoolies Schoolies. <laughs> right i'm showing my age schoolies. Uh, so they come back from schoolies yeah. mum and dad say hey little johnny what are you going to do next year? Yeah. You haven't applied to uni. I'm not having you sitting at home, do nothing. Yeah. Um, I saw, you know, um, so-and-so's daughter who's in the US. Um, well, why don't you do that? And little Johnny then says, great mum, yep, I'll, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, ready to go. And mm-hmm. contact me in January and it's like, can, and it's not helping me get over there in August. Now, I'm not saying it's 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 completely impossible, but your, your options become minimal, right? Yeah. And your options become like it, it has to be a specific discussion that is had with, a, with specific students based on eligibility and the rest of it right yeah. um, but that example there is when a, a student has decided they're ready to leave yeah right they're ready to go ready to go and ready to apply two completely different things yeah the student who prepares themselves as I'm ready to apply in, adv- yeah. in advance will receive greater opportunities and more options and bigger scholarships yeah than somebody who decides I'm ready to go. And the reason for that isn't necessarily ability or grades mm-hmm. or, or academics, it's timing in a lot of the cases.
1: Timing, exactly, and, and as you said, a lot of the time people will try and start this process when they're ready to jump on the plane. Yep. Um, and again, there's a big difference between applying for scholarships yep. and starting the whole process early. And if you you look back or listen back to episode 44, uh, how much time do you need to to find a scholarship? Uh, if you're going it alone, you'll you know, after listening to that episode, you'll understand that it takes about 18 months to find an opportunity that is like even one opportunity that is yeah. suitable.
0: And 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 just want to explain there, yeah. Richard, like going at a, going at it alone yeah. is completely different to allowing us to actually do it for you, yeah. right? So, and that's because when we do it, there's specific things and and shortcuts and trip you know trips not. Uh, tips and tricks, tips, yeah, tricks that yeah. we know that will allow us to sort of navigate the process quicker. But when you're going at it alone, if you if you haven't done it yet, download the free 12-step guide that's mm-hmm. online on the website. Just go to nsraustralia.com.au yeah. um, on the top right hand corner. Download the free 12-step guide. That'll show you the 12 steps you need to take. Yeah. Some of those steps require time, and a lot of it. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, every time every step requires time, but some yeah. of them are going to require spe- you know more time than others. And if you're going through that alone, it's an 18-month process, at very least, in order to provide yourself with heaps of options and heaps of opportunities. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't get options overnight. Exactly. Yep. Okay? But whether or not that option is suitable or matches or is you know financially affordable or et cetera, yep. et cetera, there's so many other factors that come, in, come into play.
1: Exactly. And getting an offer that is, as Marco said, completely suitable for you, so you know, it suits up to your academics and it's going to challenge you academically. You can get into the school academically. Um, It's somewhere where you're going to fit in athletically and again, be challenged athletically in your first year. And then the the final hurdle is making sure that it's actually affordable. Is there scholarship available? Are costs going to be low enough to wear?
0: position in the team. Exactly, like
1: finding that opportunity is hard. Uh, But it's even harder to actually turn that offer if you do receive one into jumping on the plane and hundred percent.
0: for there's a lot of viewers and listeners um, out there Richard who have just had their ch- child leave and uh, or, or depart for, for, for college and they'll know that the a lot of the hard work actually starts once you've received the offer because the college coach he's done his job or she's done her job they've they've provided the offer they've said yep Jacob I want you yeah. that's it and then they move on to the next athlete or mm. they go on holiday as well because they've got families <laughs> yeah. right so and then you're required to deal with admissions, on your own. Right. Admissions at that point doesn't really care too much about who you are or that the coach wants you. Yeah. Admissions treats you like a normal student, so yeah. they're going to have specific deadlines that you need to do, that you need to follow. They're not going to call you specifically and say, "Hey, Richo, or uh, your your application this form, is due, yeah. you know, was is missing? An, still, an, still yeah, this. An affidavit of support, every, or yep. we're missing uh, some some photo ID." They'll just grab it and put it to the side and say, you know, when Richard decides to contact me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him that yep. that's wrong. Because yep. they've probably got another 1,000 or 10,000 applications yep. just uh, just waiting there. Exactly. Um, so that's, I guess, another reason, probably the main reason. So timing will determine the amount of opportunities, the amount of scholarships, the amount of opportunities um, that... Are going to be available to you. Yeah. Whether or not those ones that are left over are even suitable is something that is, is a big a big variance in, in the whole in the whole process. So going back to how do you know if you're ready to apply? Well, if you're waiting to the end of year twelve to receive your ATAR score, to come back from schoolies, to come back from your Kentiki tour, to to have all your, your your money ready in a bank account ready to to, to go. Yeah then you're not going to go and then you want
1: to head over into that over to the u.s in that next window you're not going to go exactly and as as marco said roster spots will be filled up scholarships will already be given out less likelihood of you receiving an affordable opportunity obviously application deadlines have passed um so there are a few things that you need to be wary of um again it's not about deciding to jump on the plane.
0: it's about deciding that you want to give yourself the option option as early as possible correct the I think another thing that comes up as well, Richard, and I'll speak to a lot of the the, the parents is that the U S pathway for, for a lot of families is, is an option. And and a lot of times it's not their first or or second option. Right. Mm -hmm. And I understand that because, you know, everyone's got their preferences. Now, if you treat this as your second and third option and you put the effort that warrants a second and third option, then you're probably not going to get the result anyway, Mm -hmm. because you're not treating it like it's supposed to be treated. Now, Having it as your third option, right? So your first option could be your Contiki tour. Your mm. second option could be traveling to Spain with family, right? Um, your th- The third option of going to the US could be potentially your third option, but you still need to put the same effort in in order to even ha- make it an option. Because exactly. if you don't put the effort into it and the time into it, then it won't even be an option. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you just purchase and just... And just happens. It's not a tour that, or a flight that you just pay for and off you go. Exactly. You know, there's there's a the whole process. There's a lot
1: to it. Okay. And, and the key really of this segment is the longer that you wait, the less chance that you'll have in going over it all, but receiving opportunities that suit you academically, suit you athletically, and obviously somewhere that's going to be affordable as well. Um, there's a big difference in deciding to go to the US and actually applying to schools and searching for opportunities. I remember going through the the process myself. I I really, thinking back, I'm not 100% sure why I signed on at that point in time, but I just knew, like I didn't know exactly that I wanted to go to the US straight after high school. That was the the only pathway. I I just knew I wanted to have the option. So when I did finish high school, I could say, okay, I've got these opportunities in the States. I've got an opportunity to stay here and work or study. Then I sort of sat down with my family and said, you know what, I actually want to go to the US now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I remember speaking to you, Richard. Like, what was it, nearly ten, years, ten ago. years? ago, now you were just a young, young boy. You're still young now, but yeah. uh, you were just a young boy who was in Year Ten at the time. Yeah, like you didn't know that you you weren't ready to go. And I'm sure your dad, no. um, you know, as uh, as a champion as he is, he wasn't going to let you leave at 14, 15 years old. No, I, he wasn't going to let me make that decision n- at 14, no, 15 correct. years old. But he was happy to provide you with the with, with, with the, the option, option. Um, exactly.
1: Uh, And if I didn't give myself that option, then I certainly wouldn't be here today doing this sort of stuff, which is awesome. I'm grateful, Richard. Exactly, me too. Uh, Look, last segment, we're going to expand a little bit more on on this topic and we're going to finish up pretty much right around 30 minutes, which is awesome. Beautiful. Uh, It's a bit easier when when Matt's not (laughs) here. (laughs) I'm sure all you (laughs) listeners out there can relate to that one, but um, look, stay tuned. The last segment is going to be really good as well.
0: We're away, so (laughs) we're away. So, um, yeah, look, I I think on this last segment, it'll be a very, very short one, but one of the things that we wanted to touch on was, I I guess, when when teenagers are asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to study at university? Um, What subjects do you want to pick in year 11, year 12? What what do you want to be when you grow up, right? It's the the million-dollar question, and, and the reason I'm so passionate about this question is because... A lot of the time, it's asked... To kids when they're in year, year 10 Correct. or year 11 as well. And you've got like no idea. Sort of I, when I was 14, 15, I promised Richard, anything I actually knew I wanted to do was play video games and play soccer. Like, I, I didn't know anything else. I didn't I, I didn't look at life that way. No, it, no. There's some kids and some students out there who do know they want to be lawyers and do know they want to be engineers. Which is awesome, exactly. Which is true. fantastic, right? Um but there's a small percentage. Yep. And I think as as the world's evolving and with the amount of options and choices and, and information out there, I think slowly, slowly what we're seeing is there's a, a bigger uptake of students who don't know what they want to be. Exactly. There's a bigger uptake in entrepreneurship and and, and and things like that, which is which is great. Um, and I think we need to evolve with the times as well as parents. And I, and I speak as a parent because I've got two little, two little boys at home. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the reason I'm getting into this topic is because when people sort of talk about going to the US mm-hmm. and heading back to the, the same topic of this of this podcast, which is yeah. how do you know if you're ready to apply for a sports scholarship? Yeah. That is a completely different question to, are you ready to go? And if you're asking your 14, 15, 16-year-old boy or girl, mm-hmm. are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to go? Is this really what you want to do? Yeah. There's going to be a small percentage that say yes mm-hmm. because it's the same small percentage that know what they want to be. Exactly. Know what what, they want to be lawyers. Or, it's the or same lawyers. small percentage. Yep. There's going to be a large percentage of students who don't know what they want to do, but they want to have the option to do it. Exactly. And I think as parents, it's important for us to sort of separate that and understand that our kids are are, are still young. They're still teenagers. Yep. They change their mind a million times. And the only question you need to ask yourself as a parent is, do you want to invest the time to provide the option for your child yeah. that he or she may not want to take up yeah exactly. um, it's pretty simple exactly. because if you don't don't want to invest the time and all the money in in providing an option that they may not take up yeah. then I would recommend not starting the process that you, you're not you're not ready to apply for a sports scholarship because yeah. um, you, you need to understand that that child may not go mm-hmm and, and that's a tough one to... Exactly, guess. and I'm assuming, yeah. like, I'm not a parent, but
1: if I was, uh, and I'm guessing this is the case for most parents out there, you obviously want to open up as many doors as possible yep. for your, your and kids, I- you would do anything for them. And again, at the end of the day, it's about opening up Different sort of options. pathways for them, yep. giving them options, and I think
0: we we, we would all love to know. Every, I
1: think everyone would agree.
0: All yeah, look, wouldn't. I think we'd all love to know that if we if our child starts something, that it's going to finish, yep. right? And and I, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in telling your children if you're going to do something, do a hundred percent, or mm-hmm. don't do it at all. I, I, I get that right there. Yep. These are the same sort of cliches that a lot of our parents have been saying for years. But there's certain things that you you can't necessarily hold them to for the rest of their life. Yep. You, you can't tell your child when you're in your ten pick your subjects that you want to study at university because you're going to go and do something at uni for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, um, the child wants the option of university, wants the option of studying abroad, wants the option of yeah. getting a degree. What degree that is, where they want to study abroad is the option that they're looking for. Yeah. Not necessarily the, the specific outcome. So I don't know if I'm getting too technical exactly. there. Like, and I, and I, and I,
1: like we said, if, if you are like... Asking your kids that same question when thinking about this opportunity or if you're about to you know, join NSR or start the whole process uh, on your own. It, like, are you ready to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? Is this what you really want? It's the wrong question. It, exactly. Like, it's the wrong question. And like we said, majority of the time, you're going to get probably a vague answer. Or if you ask them you know, enough times, they'll, they'll say no. Uh, all, all they'll 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 yes. Or exactly. yeah, they'll say yes. Or they'll say
0: yes. You know, like, um, you, you can ask them enough to get the answer that you're looking for. And if you're looking for the answer that they say yes, they are ready to apply, yep. then if you ask them enough, they'll give it to you eventually. Exactly,
1: and there's, there's no wrong answer with, with, like, with the decision no. sort of making process. It's always up to, to the individual and the family, obviously. And No, uh,
0: no, no wrong answer, but no. there, is a, there is a wrong question. question the wrong exactly. question. The
1: wrong question that you can be asking you know, your kids.
0: So how do you know if you're ready to apply is mm-hmm. completely different to how do you know if you're ready to go? Exactly. There's um, and, a massive
1: difference in both of those yep. sort of statements, just there. Um, but the the gear is, if the, the second you think uh, think about the opportunity, then that's the point in time where you're ready. You're ready to to start exploring opportunities and,
0: and start researching. And first thing, exactly. first thing for everybody, all the first timers out there, read the the twelve step guide that we've put together. It's a free twelve step guide. Tells you the steps that you need to take yep. in this process. Whether you're a performing um, artist, visual artist, yep. athlete, They're student. all on the website. Go to exactly. um, On the top banners, you'll be able to see any one of those guides. Start there. And then that'll give you an idea of the time that you need. Yep. And obviously, keep subscribing. Keep listening to, to these podcasts. I'm sure we'll provide some, some great answers. And like ne- Next week, I believe I've seen the, uh, the topic was for next week. Yep. I created it. but. Um, <laughs> I think it's a gap year one that a we're going to be uh, that we're going to be talking about, but awesome. don't hold me to that. Um, exactly, we and might come up with a, a better one because these topics are all based around your feedback. Exactly,
1: exactly. And if you do have any feedback, any ideas of you know on topics, as I said, uh, in every other podcast episode, feel free to, to send that through to myself, yep. to Marco, to Matt, to Harrison, to anyone in the office, um, and we'll endeavor to cover it in the the com- cover it in the
0: coming weeks. Yep. Um, we'll
1: wrap it up here hopefully
0: you guys 27 enjoy. minutes guys so hopefully you've enjoyed enjoyed that episode a bit, a bit quicker big congratulations again to our fellow podcaster Matt Matt <laughs> um, and, and his beautiful wife Brooke and their absolute little, little champion Hudson yep. who was born yesterday the day before day before yesterday the day before yesterday yeah. so if you've uh Got Matt's email
1: address, which I'm sure you all do. Uh, shoot him an email and, and tell him congratulations. Um, hopefully you enjoyed Pomona College in the background in California. Uh, hopefully one day some of you students, athletes, performing artists out there can can head to a school like that or, or that school.
0: Richard, welcome back. to. Thanks,
1: thanks for coming back into my podcast. No, <laughs> no worries. Back on your podcast. Um, yeah, Marco, you'll probably be back next week, I'm guessing. 100%. Awesome. So, Uh, Look, as we said, we'll be back next week with uh, another awesome episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. Hopefully you learned something. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube and give us a star rating on iTunes. Uh, We're on every podcast app. We'll be on Spotify very soon as well. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, guys.